Hey guys, welcome back to K-Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, C. Choi, aka Christina, and unfortunately, I am alone once again, flying solo for episode 3 of Reply 1997. I know, I know what you are thinking. Oh boy, this episode is going to be rough, and yeah it's gonna be rough but please continue to listen i will try to make it as entertaining as possible by myself joanne and i we actually did record this or at least we attempted to what basically happened was whatever we thought was recording wasn't actually recording so we were just like basically talking to each other about episode three and joanne and i we were out of town so we couldn't record okay Let's talk about episode 3 of Reply 1997. So we open up and the dad is very angry at Shiwan and he is voicing his anger and eventually gets into a fight with the mom who is kind of defending Shiwan. They just kind of fight with each other and the mom is like, oh, are you going to hit me? Like, go ahead, go ahead and hit me if you're going to, um, and we'll just go to the police. And um, since apparently the dad is the coach of Busan Seagull, which is a baseball team, so she's kind of like threatening, like, oh, if you hit me, then everyone's going to know that like the coach of Busan Seagull beats his wife. So yeah, go ahead. Like, I dare you. I dare. She's kind of like, they're just kind of fighting. And we don't know why the dad is angry. So... The next scene is a flashback, and it basically reveals why Shiwan is in big trouble. So Shiwan had gone to Tony's house, which is all the way in Seoul, and she's literally just waiting outside of his house with a bunch of fans. And eventually Tony drives up to his house, um, obviously because he lives there, and he drives a Pokkari. It's a sports car, but it's white and blue. So the fans just kind of dubbed it Pokkari, which is a drink. It's kind of like a vitamin water. Well, not really like a vitamin water. It's just kind of like a energy drink or like a electrolyte. kind. It's like Powerade or Gatorade. But anyways, like their color is blue and white. So um, the fans just call his car Pokkari. So um, Tony comes out and he's like going home. Fans are crowded around him and he tells the fans that you guys should go home because I'm just going to stay inside for the whole entire weekend. I'm not going to come outside. So just go home, you guys. Shiwan was kind of far out in the crowd, so she didn't get to hear what Tony had said. So she was like to another fangirl, what did he say? But she tried to like hide her dialect. Um, so it kind of was kind of off, like the tone, um, the inflection was off. So like the girl from Seoul was like, what is she? She gave her like the side eyes like, oh, he didn't say much. So Shiwan didn't get the message that Tony's not going to come out anymore for the entire weekend. So she literally just stays outside of his house all weekend on the street. She sleeps in a cardboard box. I don't know where she got a cardboard box, but she sleeps in like this huge cardboard box and like she's eating at the supermarket. It's kind of like a drugstore, like a convenience store nearby. And she is just kind of like waiting for him to come out. Um, She's all dirty and like her hair is like all like messed up and you know, she like uses a, what is it, wet wipe to like wipe, wash her face and hands. It's kind of gross. And then she feels kind of like 
she's kind of delirious at this point, so she thought it was a bright idea to jump over his wall, which is kind of, it's not too high, um, so it is definitely jumpable, but like, you know, that's like illegal, like it's trespassing. So she just decides to jump his wall and go inside his house. It's just like a wall that's like around his house. And she just jumps over and she's like going in front of his like front door, but his front door is open. I don't know why it's open, like close your doors. You never know if a lunatic fan might come in like she won. But anyways, um, Tony's dog is trying to go out and Tony's like, hey, where are you going? And he sees Shiwon that's just like peeking through the door and he gets super freaked out. Um, she's like, Opa, I'm such a huge fan. I came all the way from Busan. And he's like, well, I came from America. And he's just like slams the door. He's like, please just leave. And then she turns around and she's like clearly pretty upset. And she's saying like, what did you do? Like, how could you do that? Like, you bothered him. And she's just like bawling. She's like, oh my gosh, how scared must he have been? Like, you scared him in his own house. Like, what did you do? So she just like sits on his front yard, like in the porch area. And she just starts like weeping and bawling. And she's just kind of like rebuking herself. And then eventually, like, Tony, I guess he felt bad, so, like, he calls her back, and he, like, signs her shirt and tells her not to do it again. He's really nice. Like, he has a really loving heart for his fans because, like, if I were him, I would have called the police. Like, um, someone jumped my house wall. Like, uh, can you arrest her? Because that's, like, invasion of privacy, and he just kind of let her go. And he also gave her, like, bus money because she had spent all her money, like, on food at the convenience store waiting for him to come out. So yeah, he gives her money to um, go back to Busan. So then back to the family. So the mom and the dad, they're arguing and um, the mom says that like, she has to go to school. Like, how can you do that to her? And basically what happened was the dad had cut Shiwon's hair, like all choppy and messed up. Like she had like pretty like medium to long length hair. But he literally just took a pair of scissors and he just like went at it. Like um, he just like went ham. Like it wasn't even like it was all choppy. Like some parts were short and some part were still long. Like he was just like snapping, like snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> and um, the mom was like, she has to go to school. And the dad's like, at least she's not bald, which I was about to do. Like I was about to shave her head. Like she was going to have like no hair. At least she has some for school. Like, I felt so bad. Like, you see Shiwon just, like, sitting on the living room. She's just, like, completely, like, in shock of, like, what had just happened to her. Like, you can tell that she was crying and she just, she just looked very defeated and just very, like, blank. So the mom was, like, pretty angry too. So then they go back to 2012, which is their reunion. Yujong and Eunji talk about how it's so much easier to buy tickets now. Like they talk about how you can just buy tickets online on like using your phone. So they're just talking about like, oh, what a time to be alive, stuff like that. And then a song plays. I don't know what song it is. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of the song, but apparently it is Yunjae's favorite song. So Shiwon recognizes the song and says that like, oh my gosh, this is Yunjae's number 18 song, which I think like it's a slang term for like his favorite song. That's like the song that he sings all the time whenever he goes to karaoke room. 
So yeah. And then they do a flashback back to 1997. Yoon Jae gets a page from number 1004, a song, and it's that song that was playing in, uh, at the reunion. And 1004 in Korean is Chunsa, which means angel in English. So um, he got a musical gift. I don't know, apparently you can do that. Like I, I didn't grow up with this pager system, but apparently you can send musical gifts to pagers, I guess. I guess it's kind of like sending a link. <laughs> like you, oh, like a, maybe like sharing like a link. Maybe, maybe that's what it is, you know, with your friends like, oh, I'll just message you the link or whatever. But I guess it's like anonymous because Yunjae had no idea who Chunsa was. And it's the next scene and it's at the Shiwon's family's house. Um, they are eating breakfast. And the dad is complaining once again about the food. He kind of starts with like, oh, do we have any kimchi that my mom gave us? And the mom is like, no, we don't have any more. Just eat what we have. And then the dad's like, I really want the kimchi from my mom like can you just like call her she's like i'll call her later like let's just eat what we have like we don't have it and then he talks about how she never calls his mom and like the in-laws and like he's basically saying that like you're you're so lucky to have my mom as your in-law as your mother-in-law because she is so loving and she is like the best like she gives us delicious food whenever we ask like she gives us like all these like side dishes and kimchi and whatever else we need so you should be really grateful that you have my mom as your mother-in-law like other daughter-in-laws would die to have his mom as their mother-in-laws and then she just like listening to this she's like stop I'm like okay like i'll i already sent her money like and then um the dad's like this is not about the money this is about like how you're mistreating or you're taking my mom for granted or whatever and then um the mom's like just about had enough so she like tells him to put his spoon down and then he's like why it's like just go if you love your mom so much just go live with her the dad is like wow why are you talking like that and then the mom like she just like takes his food away and then um the dad just like cries out for his mom he's just like oh mom he's just like crying out for his mom like a baby and like the whole time Shiwon is just like watching, like she's like standing in front of them and just like watching. And then Yunjae comes in and she she just like drags Yunjae out. So yeah, this scene was supposed to be like pretty comical. I don't know if I delivered the comedy. Anyways, Shiwon's hair, it isn't even and they are going to school and they meet up with Juni, who is Hoya. And um, Juni is like, oh, your hair is not that bad. Like you kind of look like Audrey Hepburn, which is a complete lie. <laughs> because it's so choppy she literally looks like it's not even like a bowl cut because at least the bowl cut is even like what she had was not even it's like a pine tree gone wrong he just grabbed a pair of scissors and just did his own layers and i think she tried to make it even but like she missed in some parts like yeah so it's just it's pretty bad Shiwon then complains to Chunhee about her family and how her parents are always fighting. Yoonjae, he doesn't understand why Shiwon is upset. He said that like, you know, there's a reason why they're fighting, so so you shouldn't be too worried. Like, it's their problem. They can solve it out. They're adults. Shiwon kind of is upset that he has this attitude. What Shiwon wanted to hear was like, oh, that sucks. You know, like, just kind of like being on her side and just listening. And um, that's what Chunhee is doing. 
Um, so Shiwan also complains to Juni about how Yujong had hid her love for Jack's kiss from her. So Shiwan said that she's not angry at Yujong for loving Jack's kiss, but she's mad at her because she went behind her back. Like she didn't tell her that she was liking Jack's kiss. She had hid it from her. So she was like, friends don't hide stuff from each other. She was like, that's why I'm mad. And then she's coming up the stairs and as she is going into her classroom, like she enters a hallway and then there was like this dramatic like hallway moment. Like you hear like this very dramatic song playing in the background and suddenly like Shiwon is like the only one in the hallway and across the hallway there's just one person, one other person standing opposite side of Shiwon and there's like this girl with a cap and she suddenly just takes the cap and she reveals all chopped up, messed up hair and it's actually Yujong. So basically Yujong had cut her hair too, similar to Shiwon, just so that Shiwon doesn't feel too out of place, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why she did that. Anyways, um, so they're, the two of them are having this dramatic moment and Shiwan obviously she sees and you hear like Yujong's narration saying like, there was a time when I cut my hair for a friend. I think Joanne and I were talking about how it's kind of like brave for shave, you know, like um, you shave your head or like you cut your hair in support of that person. Um, so yeah, a little cute little friendship moment. And of course, Shiwan forgives Yujong for lying to her or like for hiding whatever and the two of them are just like staring at each other and just like smiling and then like um <laughs> what was so funny is like it literally looked like a high teen like movie scene where like friendship is becoming more stronger and like just a lot of things happening happiness like it's like an ending credit to a scene or whatever. And then the annoying friend, literally, he's like mopping the floor and he's like saying, um, excuse me, uh, are you guys filming a commercial? And he's just like ruining their moment. And it was so funny. So the annoying friend's name is actually Songje, But I think we're just going to call, call him annoying friend because I'm not going to remember his name. In Korea, apparently, like, there is a person, a designated person who is on duty, quote unquote, and basically that person who is on duty is the errand boy. So what that person would be doing is like collect homework, maybe get the milk from the cafeteria and deliver it, carry it back to the cafeteria if there's leftovers, just like stuff around the classroom, like like a teacher's aide, we were talking about this. And so um, annoying friend was actually the teacher's aide for that day or week, I'm not sure how long. Um, but anyways, for that day, I guess he was um, the person on duty. So he is in the same class as Yunjae and Junhee, and Eunjiwon actually transfers to their class. Um, Eunjiwon's character's name is Hak-chan. Um, he is from Seoul and he's like introducing himself and the annoying friend kind of like makes funny comments as he's like introducing himself um, saying like oh my gosh wow big boy from Seoul talking with his like Seoul accent and then the teacher tells the annoying friend to introduce Hak-chan around the school like just get him familiarized with where everything is because 
the annoying friend is on duty. So that's like his, that's part of his job, I guess, as teacher's aide. So the teacher tells Hak-chan to sit behind annoying friend, and annoying friend turns to him and he talks in like very heavy Busan dialect as well as like Busan lingo about um, how he'll show him around after class when there's time. But if I didn't have the subtitles, I literally would not have known what he has said because he used all like Busan lingo and like the dialect. So I had no idea what he said. And of course, Hak-chan didn't understand either because he's from Seoul. The bell rings and I guess class is over. So you see these girls literally running out of class and they're running to the payphone. And the reason that they run is to hear the message that is left on the HOT's designated pager, I think. So what the fans can do to listen to announcements about like their performances, when their concert tickets will go live, like any information regarding like their activity is left on the pager um, by the members themselves. Like they'll record like, oh, hi, this is at this episode, it was Munijun. And he left a message about like how their album is coming out soon. So yeah, please support us, stuff like that on their pager. And the fans will just like listen, call in that number and then like just listen to the message. So Shiwan was listening and um, they're near like the payphone area. And Yunjae actually comes and he asks Shiwan if she paged him as Chunsa or 1004. And Shiwan is like, Heck no, like why would I page you as Chunsa? And also why would I send you any any like music gift? Um so Yunjae's like, you sure it wasn't you? And Shiwan's like, yes, it was not me. So then annoying friend is showing Hakchan around and he like is dragging the milk cart, like a milk crate, because he was too lazy to actually like pick it up and carry it so he like tied a rope or whatever and he's like dragging it and as he was dragging it like the milk was spilling but he didn't notice and they got to like the teacher's lounge and the annoying friend had to turn in like the homework like the class homework that he collected to the teacher so he tells Hak-chan to hold the string of the milk carton and just wait there until he comes back and then he goes into the teacher's lounge when he comes out, though, he sees Hak-chan getting chewed out by the dean of the school. And then um, the dean leaves and he like before he left, like he like hit Hak-chan on his head with like a clipboard. He's basically like punishing him anyways. And then annoying friend is like, what did you do to make the dean so angry? And Hak-chan is like, um, the milk spilled. And the annoying friend looks back and he literally left like a milk trail from dragging the crate. And the annoying friend is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Why didn't you say anything? Like, I'm sorry. Why didn't you say that it, was, it wasn't your fault? You know, like, I'm so sorry. And Hak-chan is like, eh, don't worry about it. And then like annoying friend, like his opinion about Hak-chan completely changes and says like, oh my gosh, he's dope. Is literally what he says. He's like, oh, he's dope. He's cool. So the gang is eating lunch at like the cafeteria area and Shiwon talks about how she's going to go in line to get the album even though she has a reservation for the album. So you could reserve your copy and she had done that but she's still going to go in line just for like, you know, to be in the moment, I guess. 
I don't know. And to me, it doesn't really make sense. Like, why would you go wait like hours in line if you can just like, you know, go on another day since your copy is already reserved? Um, Yoon Jae also doesn't understand. So that's why he's saying. And Shuen is like, if you don't get it, then you don't get it. Like, I'm just going to go for the experience. And he keeps saying that like, but you you already have the CD. Like, it's yours. Like, you don't have to waste time. But, you know, Shuen's like, but it's like, you just, just if you don't get it, just shut up. And then um, this whole time, they're going back and forth with this argument. So Yoonjae keeps like drinking Shiwon's like coffee milk. And Shiwon is like, stop drinking my milk. Like, get your own milk. And then, and Yujong is offering her coffee milk to Yoonjae. But Yoonjae like takes Yujong's straw out and he just like drinks it from the carton. Versus like while he actually used the same straw as Shiwon when he was drinking her milk. And their coffee milk in Korea, it's the brand is Seoul Uyu, and it comes in like this triangular pyramid. It's like a plastic cart, but it's so good, especially like the one in that cart. It tastes so good. Anyways, so then annoying friend joins the gang, and he is hyping up the new kid to his friends. He's like saying, "Oh my gosh." Hakchan is so cool. And he basically like brags about him. Um, he's like telling the guys like apparently like at his old school there was this bully that was bothering everyone and like no one was brave enough to like stand up to him because like the bully's dad was some friends with like the principal or something. Like he his the bully's dad was like somebody of power and like so no one was able to like stand up to the bully. But then Hak-chan, our hero, he stepped up and he actually like stabbed the bully in the head with a mechanical pencil and um, he was like the only one that was brave enough to stand up to him and then he eventually like, he was so cool and um, like his dad, like Hak-chan's dad is like in the military and like he has connections as well so he became like basically like drinking buddies with his previous school deans or whatever and like because his dad is rich, um, he has lots of like amazing stuff like spark magazine hot wind magazine which is like korea's equivalent to playboys is what we think it was um so like he's saying that like yeah like hakchan has subscriptions to all of those like magazines also he has like manga his dad like goes back and forth from japan to korea so like he gets all of these like manga and all these like cool stuff and then like he's very just like hyping up Hak-chan to Juni and Yoon-jae. And Yoon-jae is like fully convinced and he says like, oh, where is our Hyung-nim? Like, where is this guy? And then they go to a scene with mom and dad. And again, they are arguing about watching TV. So the dad was watching the news and then the mom had switched the channel to watch a drama. And he's like, we have to watch the news to see how like society is going and then the mom is like it'll be fine like i can still watch tv and it'll be fine like nothing's gonna happen if i don't watch the news and then the mom is like you always watch the news but you don't do anything like you know like i can watch some tv you've been watching the news like for so long and not being able to do anything so what's the point and the dad's like it's because people like you the country is like this and then the mom's like if you're so great then why is your baseball team dead last and then the dad's like what is baseball have to do with this so they get into this like ridiculous argument um and of course Shiwon is hearing all of this 
Shiwon then complains about all of this to Chuni as they stand in line to get to the CD store for their album. Chuni's like, wow, that sucks. Like, I'm so sorry. She's, he's basically just like being on her side, like, that must be really tough. Like, is there anything I can do? Maybe you can talk to Yunje. And Shiwon is like, no, Yunje just says to like leave them alone and because it's like adults talk, whatever. So um, Shuni's like, wow, well, I'm here for you. So, and at this point, it kind of feels like, you know, Chuni has a thing for Shiwon. Like, he's super caring and like, super um, gentle and like, you know, concerned for her genuinely. And then um, Shiwon goes into the CD and they do, oh my gosh, she does call the poster a bromide. Why is it called a bromide? Do you guys know why it's called a bromide? Why is it called an ion? <laughs> Anyways, Shiwon asks for another bromide or a poster and the owner says that he can't give her an extra. So she just says like, well then can you just play our Opa's album all day long, please. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and in order to get their reserved copy, they have to like give them their birthday um, ID or whatever. I mean, which makes sense. Like you're picking things up, like you need to have your confirmation number, like, you know, like your order number or whatever. And it's like their ID. So um, the next scene is breakfast at the Shiwon household. Apparently, it the dad's team has a big game with Hete, which is their rival team, I guess. I'm not sure. And for breakfast, the menu was seaweed soup again. And there is like this, not a myth, but kind of like a um, superstition that like if you eat seaweed soup on an important day, then like the chances of you succeeding is going to slip stuff like that like, because like seaweed is kind of the texture of the seaweed is very slimy and slippery so you're not gonna like be successful or like get the results that you want it's just gonna like your chances of doing well is just gonna slip away um that's like the superstition and so the dad is complaining about like how if we lose it's gonna be the mom's fault and he's like complaining about the food again like it's seaweed soup whatever always see soup like it's probably your fault that we're dead last and then the mom also she had enough so she <laughs> takes the bowl away from him and then she just like throws it away and um she's like yelling back and then yunje is like also eating with them because you know he always eats breakfast at the shiwon's house and like he's like in the corner like eating and then the mom's like don't worry about it to yunje like just eat your food like it's everything's fine and then um yunje's like um it's all right. I'm done eating. And he just like leaves. Um, so very awkward. So Shiwon keeps complaining to Chuni about how her parents are fighting still. And they eventually, like the conversation leads to Yunje and how he is so picky and how he is so sensitive. I think it came up because Shiwon always ended like her sentence, all of her like topic, even about like her parents fighting by like cursing Yunjae out. This time it was like, um, Yunjae just says to like leave them, leave them alone. Like he, like an, he's an idiot because like he doesn't know what I'm going through and like he keeps like trying to brush it off like an, like an idiot. And so um, Chuni is like, did you know that you always end like your sentences by like cursing him out? And um, Shiwon is like, oh, well, I mean, he is like an idiot. <laughs> and Shiwon talks about how he's like so picky and he's so sensitive and he's so annoying. She talked about how like Yunjae 
can't eat like wet meat or something like that. Like he can eat samgyeopsal or like bacon, but he can't eat like um, steamed pork or suyuk, which is weird because pork is pork. But anyways, yeah. So he's like very sensitive. Also, like he was able to like sniff out carbon monoxide when he was like seven years old. That was like leaking. Like, and he was like the only one in that entire neighborhood who could smell it. But anyways. Yeah, so he's like very picky, very sensitive, and she was like talking about it, and then Chunyi's like, "Wow, you know very, you know a lot about him," and she's like, "Yeah, I mean, like I've been with him since he was like born, since they were like born, they've been like together." Um, so she was like, "Yeah, I do." Then um, we see Shiwon in the classroom, and she's listening to her opa's album. And she already knows all the songs. And she's just like chanting and singing out loud. And then Yunjae comes into her class. He asks her again if she sent the music gift as Chunsa. And Shiwon is like, no, I didn't. Like, there is no way in hell that I would send you that as Chunsa. And then he's like, you sure you didn't do it? And he's like, I am dead sure. Like, get out of our class. Um, and then he kind of just like brushes her face. He just kind of like pushes her face away like I don't know if, I don't know if I want to say playful because it wasn't playful it was just kind of like to get back at her but then like um, two of her classmates are watching this and then they're like very thirsty for Yunjae because they keep like saying like oh I wish he would touch me like that but like it was kind of not a cutesy flirty way at all which is she literally just like pushed her face away anyways um so I guess like few days passed and they're eating lunch again um, at like the cafeteria area and Yujong and Shiwon they're kind of complimenting each other about their hair it kind of grew evenly I would say and like Yujong had like this headband and um Shiwon is like dude you look so pretty with like your hair styled like that like it looks so good like it suits you so much like you look like an actress and then um Yujong is like well you look like an actress too like you can totally pull off a bob and then um Shiwon's like well I want to grow my hair and Yujong's like oh my gosh you're gonna look like this so-and-so like so-and-so celebrity like if you with your hair long like you have her face like basically you're so pretty and then Yunjae is just like watching them do this and he literally just says like e you're both ugly and then like Chuni is next to him he's like eating lamyeon and he literally just like spits out the lamyeon it was funny i feel like i'm sorry you guys like i feel like i'm not making this episode as funny as it was anyways okay so hakchan do hakchan do is his first name i mean do is his last name so hakchan do or do hakchan um they he joins the gang for the first time i think and um annoying friend is like hey just come sit with us and he is so awkward for some reason like he literally like does this weird thing with his body like he can't even look at the girls like the girls try to like introduce themselves like hey i'm yujong and i'm shiwan and he literally like can't even look at them as he like shakes their hand like everyone was like what is wrong with him because he acts so uncomfortably like it's so uncomfortable to watch what he's doing his body is like away and like he can't look at them he can't make eye contact and you hear like this narration of Shiwan and she basically says that Hakchan has a lot of good characteristics like he's very smart in class um, he does very well in school but he is dumb completely clueless when it comes to women because 
he has only seen through them through like those like Playboy magazines and manga. So whenever he's actually around women, he doesn't know what to do or how to act. He's like an idiot basically. So back at home, Shiwon is chatting on the computer with Chuni and she's complaining about her parents because they're fighting once again outside. They're like yelling about like some car or whatever. They're like honking the car. Shiwon is like, this is getting really big and like I'm really scared what's gonna happen. And so the next thing I have in my notes is like a love triangle because it feels like there's a love triangle with Juni, Yunjae, and Shiwon. Shiwon feels very comfortable sharing all of this to Juni and she's like confiding in him. And then eventually like Shiwon hears like her parents like fighting outside and like um, the car honking and she's like, I, I have to go downstairs and see and try to resolve this. Like um, she's like texting Juni this. She's like, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go see my parents and I'm going to try to like talk them out of this because so far like she has been just watching from afar. But it's gotten to a point where it's like super, super loud. So she's like, I have to go settle this. Like, I'll be right back. So she goes outside and she's like saying to her parents, basically, she's like saying like, stop fighting you guys. Like, this is ridiculous. And then like she opens the car door because that's where her parents were. And uh, she sees her mom and dad in the car doing it. Yeah. It is it was it it was awkward. Like I I yeah, that's something that you don't want to see. And she yeah. Awkward. Very very awkward. So, um she's in shock. Um I mean, obviously like who wouldn't be in shock? Anyway, she's in shock and like the dad is like, close the door and uh, go to your room. So she like closes the door and she goes back to her room and she's still like in shock. She's like sitting on her chair at her desk and she's like, she's completely blank and she's just like in shock, shook. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and the dad is like, well, since we already got caught, let's just continue. <laughs> And then like you see the car moving so like very awkward very Yeah, so then um, Chuni gets worried because he hasn't heard anything from Shiwan. So he messages like is everything okay? Like do you want me to come over like I'm heading there right now and Shiwan gets back to her senses somewhat and replies like everything's fine I'll see you tomorrow and then Chuni's like are you sure? Like, do you want me to come over? I can go right now. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to grab my jacket. I'm going right now. And she's like, it's fine. I'll see you tomorrow. And it's like, do you want me to call the police? Like, I said, I'll see you tomorrow. They're going back and forth. And Juni's like, just tell me what happened. Like, I won't tell anybody. Like, it'll be our secret. Like, I won't tell you. I won't tell anybody. Just tell me what happened. Like, are you okay? She wants like, this is a big secret. And Juni's like, well, okay, well, if you tell me, I'll tell you one of my secret. And, and she was like, oh, you, you can't beat this secret. I saw my parents doing it. And Juni replies with a dot, 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 dot. And then he replies that he likes someone. But in Korean, like the sentence structure is in a way where it's like, I, that person, like. So on the screen, they only show the like part instead of like who that someone is. But Shiwan is 
shook again. She like bolts up out of her seat and she looks shocked. She's in shock again. And then he replies like, my secret's pretty big too, right? So the next scene, mom and Shiwon, they're like sitting on a couch and they look so awkward and uncomfortable. Um, the mom's like, oh, what, sh- what should we watch? Like on TV. And, the- and Shiwon's like, uh-huh, I don't know. You can watch whatever you want. And they're just kind of like very awkward around each other. And the dad comes from the convenience store and he had bought Fanfare ice cream, which is basically like a soft serve ice cream in like a cone. It's not as soft and like creamy, like soft serve. It's a little bit more hard. It's called Panpare or Fanfare ice cream. It's actually really good. Like you just kind of have to taste it yourself it's so good it used to be like my favorite ice cream growing up anyways he had bought three of them for the three of them and and he opened one and gave it to shiwon they're all like trying to act all casual and he sits between them in the sofa and like he hands her the ice cream and they're talking about like oh this is our daughter's favorite ice cream like our loving daughter and the mom opens one for the dad but as she was giving the ice cream to the dad she actually like drops it and it actually lands on his you know area which makes the whole scene very very awkward once again they all freeze like all three of them are just like staring off into space and she just gets up and she's like i'm gonna go to my room and she leaves and the two of them are still like frozen very very unfortunate and very very awkward so basically what Junhee's secret is that he likes yunjae that was his secret Junhee's the one that sent the music gift as Chunsa. This is revealed when he was giving his ID or like his birthday information. His birthday was in October 4th and the owner is like, oh, October 4th? That's Chunsa. He's like, yeah. So yeah, Chunhee is Chunsa and he likes Yunjae. That was his big secret. So they go back to 2012 or they, I guess they go forward to 2012 to their reunion and Yujong is using the app. Was it Pudding? It was like an app and you take a picture and it'll match your picture to a celebrity. And when she took Hakchan's picture, it said he was 100% similar to Eunjiwon. Which, I mean, of course, since he is Eunjiwon. <laughs> um, but then Hakchan is like hating it, um, saying that like, I don't want to be associated with any of those fools. Which is supposed to be funny. Was it funny? I'm sorry if I ruined it. Anyway, so this episode ends like that. They just take a group pic at the end. And yeah, this is how episode 3 ends. My neck is so sore. Uh, And I don't think this episode was as funny as I wanted to make it. So I do apologize. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Next episode... Joanne will be joining me so it won't be as awkward and it won't be as weird and it won't be as boring as it as this episode was as I don't even know what I'm saying right now okay um anyways yeah thanks for listening you guys we did it we finished episode three uh don't forget to follow us on twitter at kdrama in room 343 so I also opened an instagram account at kdrama in room 343 So make sure to follow us there as well.
And we are still partnered up with Audible to give you guys a free audiobook of your choice, as well as a 30-day free trial, if you sign up at www.audibletrial.com slash kdrama in room 343. Don't forget to check that out, and also give us recommendations on what you are reading, what you are listening to, um, and just give us any feedback on our podcast anything you want to share anything i've missed in this episode just let us know on twitter as well as on instagram all right i will talk to you guys next week with joanne about episode four bye